unmuted the <laughs> yeah. wrong one. That's okay. That's right. So I, just speed like I speed run entry. Here we go. Welcome to the White Gray Black Weekly Manga Podcast Channel, the podcast where we talk about all the latest greatest ongoing manga releases. My name is Bruce. This is Gautam. Uh, again. Listen to us on your podcast provider of choice. Find us on YouTube at White Gray Black or the WGB Weekly Manga Podcast Channel. Uh, Patreon WGB Manga. Uh, we are going to spoil 1,077 chapters of One Piece. There's only a single chapter of Mujin Into the Deep and chapter 100 of Witch Watch. Blah, blah, blah. Go click us, go like us, go encourage all of that stuff. That intro might have been better than the last one. So anyways. It actually was, yeah. Anyways, let's get into the news because there is a ton, ton of news this past week, even though we skipped a week, so we're doing sort of a two-week uh, stint at the start of March here. Um this past week had way more news than seven days ago or more, so uh, I don't even know where to start. Let's start with happy birthday to Naoko Takeuchi. That is the creator of Sailor Moon. She is an undisclosed age. You're not supposed to tell a woman's age, but yeah, happy birthday to her. That is today is March 15th. So, Oh, hey, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, uh, married to Tagashi. Uh, yes, married to Tagashi. A long time, too. Good for them. Yeah, I've heard rumors he might create manga sometimes, but... Uh, uh, no, no, no. He's he's just a writer. He's just, just a writer. writer. Gotcha. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, there was a leak. Hey. Oh, what? Go ahead. Uh, my keyboard died. I was going to ping you this, but can you stream on Discord again? Yeah, thank you. Oh, I should it should be up. Yeah. Okay. Just came back up. It's, All right. Oh, okay. Go, go on. Going. Okay. Uh, there was a leak earlier today, which has now been taken down that I just saw on Twitter. Um, Screen Rant, I believe, leaked that Kodansha which is one of the big manga publishers. They publish stuff like Attack on Titan. Um, they set up... Oh, I'm getting feedback through your mic, maybe? Is that me? Maybe. Still? It's okay now. It's okay now. Um, what was I saying? Kodansha announced but leaked K-Manga, which is going to be a U.S. manga reader app um, with Simulpubs. I never know how to say that word. Sim- Simulpubs. Simultaneous publications. Um, I say simulpubs. Simulpubs. Yeah. I don't don't think there's a real way to say it. You just say it however you want. It's one of those smashed up words. But yeah, but that's pretty big news. They do not, Kodansha does not have this, right? Uh, Every attack on Titan chapter that I ever read was band translated, and then they published uh, Viz or somebody, you know, published the volumes. But Kodansha has not, as far as I know, had a Western manga app so this is in my opinion this is really big news that we get this so it is huge news and i think it also goes to show the success of of manga plus right Ab- i think um, absolutely yeah. yeah manga plus manga um even just the viz reader is pretty good uh let me see but yeah i mean this is this is really cool in my opinion because i mean it's simul pubs especially is a big that's a pretty big endeavor that's a big Western team, I would assume, or, you know, mm-hmm. larger yeah. than, you know, one guy, right? Like, that's probably a team of 10 to 20 people doing that, depending on on the weekly stuff. So, um, but yeah, I mean, this means that we'll get, let me see what some of the currently published things that Kodansha does that we might be getting now. You know, I got to say, they kind if they were one year earlier on this, this would have been even bigger because Attack on Titan was still going. Uh, yeah. Attack on Titan I think ended in 2020 or 2021, but yeah, they're they're two or three years late for it. But 
It definitely would have been bigger, yeah. I mean, Cells at Work is pretty big. For some reason, they don't have, like, any... Oh, no, the 2020s. Here we go. Mm. Oh, no, they just literally don't have any listed for the last two years. Uh, I'm sure there's stuff on there to read. Uh, I just don't know what it is exactly. But, yeah, this is pretty cool. I'm hyped for this to come out. I hope that it is good quality. I hope that it is at least close in quality to something like Manga Plus or The Viz Reader, which are both pretty decent after they fixed that scrolling thing on the viz reader which used to send you to the top when you got to the bottom because that was around for like four years and that was oh that was on manga plus yeah that was so annoying yeah um, plus yeah yeah you would get to the very last page it would shoot you to the top you have to scroll all the way back down that was annoying i you know maybe i got used to it but uh have they fixed the the spread the things yet like you know where it doesn't show a spread properly the spreads uh, are still listed as two individual pages so yeah that is that is still annoying. So if you're reading vertical uh, where the pages appear on top of each other, the spread pages, which should, in my opinion, and probably 99% of manga readers, be combined into a single page so that you can see the whole thing at a time and zoom in, that does not happen on Manga Plus on your phone. You have to do it in side-by-side -side mode. I think it'll do that. I know on browser on side-by-side -side mode, it'll do that. So, mm -hmm. um, Honestly, people, uh, officials really need to catch up to like manga decks i mean yeah i mean i'll i was about to say we'll call it by name even though it's maybe a little hush hush but yeah manga decks is like miles miles ahead of everything the best reader um and if you were on mobile i have an application called tachiyomi which is also has a very mm. good reader and you can add manga decks and stuff like that anyways we're not advertising anything illegal on this podcast so allegedly all those things alleged, said yeah, are, all alleged. are alleged claims <laughs> um, we like to talk in hypotheticals here right, hypothetically if there was a a application called tachiyomi that could just link right into stuff like like allegedly bato.to or mangadex and just it has a great reader allegedly you might want to download that it's really good um bakamono gotari manga ended this is I never sat down and read this start to finish, but I'm familiar enough with Bakumon Gatari that I dipped into it a couple times. I think it was a really good series. Um, that is the art in that is by Oh Great, or if in the Japanese way, his name is Oh Greato, and Nisoi Isin. Uh, final volume for that releases May 22nd. They did not adapt every uh, light novel that Nisoi Isin wrote. I believe they adapted. I want to say the first four or five, some of the side stories, and then uh, the prequel book. So that's six or seven. I, that's that's the one with the really good artist, right? Like that's the oh, one. Yeah. Of oh, right oh, great! Yeah. Is an amazing artist. Yeah, incredibly. I'm, I'm stoked for that. They can go uh, work on maybe a new series and yeah, uh, definitely flex, flex their stuff. Yeah, for sure. I, and I wonder. I don't know how involved Nisoyusin was with the writing of it, since the writing kind of already happened. I do know the writing was changed ever so slightly, so I, I don't know if, if, if Ograit did all of that, did the rewriting from uh, Nisoyusin's base, or if Nisoyusin was involved. I mean, hmm. we'll see later on that he might might be busier. So, yeah. Um, anything else on Bakamonogatari there? Uh, no, just that I, I gotta watch that show. It's good. It's I one hear. of my favorite shows, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. You, you you tell me how how freaking good it is. Um, yep. and really, the only reason I I stopped watching it after the first few episodes is uh those pause frames. You know, there's like words every They'll once do, in a while. Yeah, there's like black frame and like black white black. They're literally just colors and words that are supposed to convey stuff. If you get the if you get a good if you get a good uh, translation of it, those will be translated and they'll be easy to follow. They are not super important to keep track of. So. 
Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I was just like, man, I am not doing the show justice right now because I'm not paying attention to these. So I'll just come back to it. Is what I it's, what I was thinking at the time. Yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, they're 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 pretty wild, but that is one of my favorite uh, anime of all time. Um, in the same vein as one of our first ones, the new K manga app that is that that's another alleged that's leaked. Um, officially, Shueisha writes. This is the owner of uh, Weekly Shonen Jump. All of the Jump properties they registered the name jump tune trademarked and i believe they have a website for it um people are assuming and me included that this is going to be potentially for jump published webtoons i don't know mm-hmm. i don't know if they will go to korea to get those or if that will just be sort of a different style of comic they will do webtoon style with japanese authors or potential could be multicultural could be uh you know lots of lots of people doing webtoon stuff so that's really interesting. I have, so I, I have to guess that it isn't anything Japanese. I think it's like everything but manga or Japanese manga. You know what I mean? Potentially, um, yeah, yeah. That that would make a lot of sense. And I think um, Webtoons, uh, that site, is kind of the dom- dominant site for it. Uh, Correct. But I, I feel like it can very easily be crushed in a few ways uh, by bigger organizations. So mm. I could see it as like kind of a trying to occupy some market space there. You know. I could definitely see it being uh, more of a rival to Webtoons, right? Like if if other international publishers wanted to push their Webtoons um, through Jumptoon instead of Webtoon, I could see that being a, an easy, uh, how do I say, an easy sort of edge into the market because Shueisha is already the biggest piece of the market in Japan. So... Mm-hmm. I think they have sort of the money they can dump in to get a head start here. And yeah, but I mean, the other alternative is they might just be making original webtoons the same way that they do original manga. So who knows? Uh, and I got to say, like webtoons uh, for kind of an official webtoons location uh, has kind of last time I checked has kind of scuffed translations for a few other things. And mm. Jump has the best translators in the biz. So Jump far. has really good translators. Yeah, I. So I could I could see a, a like a. I can see market potential there for Jump. There's definitely a corner, yeah. I mean, there's there's a corner they can take either if they choose to just, you know, buy from Korea and publish those or if they're doing their own originals. I think I think both ways are good market decisions. It could be a combination of both also. Um, mm-hmm. That's another huge... I mean, Kodansha getting into the Western manga publishing and then Shueisha potentially getting into Korean Western webtoon publishing. Like, that's... I mean, in the you know, five, you know, four and a half months, no, five and a half months that we've been doing this podcast, that's probably the biggest news we've heard. That's, mm-hmm. that's a huge move from both of those companies. And Kodansha and Shueisha are both, in, I mean, Shueisha especially is a, the largest chunk of the uh, Japanese manga market and Kodansha is another very large part of it. So they, they occupy very similar spaces. So it's good to see like them working together. We saw that with like the Tower of God adaptation mm-hmm. and, uh, what is that other scene? Noblesse? Noblesse? Yeah, uh, Noblesse. I, don't know. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, we've had a yeah. bunch of... Isn't God of High School also a webtoon? That oh, yeah, yeah, God of High School. Out of Japan, yeah, so... It did, yeah. yeah. and I, I think that those... Uh, those things happening might have opened the doors to these kinds of things happening, right? I mean, mm-hmm. publishing company in Korea works with an anime company who has ties to a manga company. Yeah, I, I'm sure that is all connected somewhere behind the scenes. Who knows if we'll ever hear about it, but... Uh, yeah, honestly, it, it all happens with like a simple elevator handshake sometimes, uh, kind of just For how sure, yeah. 
that's how the pitch of Kingdom Hearts happened <laughs> in an elevator. Well, Literal. I mean, uh, oh, yeah, we know, time, you, we know how So, everybody else, oh, time travel machine, I'll go back and kill Hitler. No, I go back and stop Kingdom Hearts from ever going past <laughs> a single game. It should be Kingdom Hearts 1 was an excellent game. Standalone, cool, great. Stop there. I want to do a Ghost of Christmas Pass situation where I tell them not to put it on every single console and make it a continuous story, you know? You can't can't split a story over six different consoles. It will never work. No one will ever understand what's going on. I'll I'll show them the gravestone of Kingdom Hearts 3 at the end of the story. God, yeah. And say, this is what happens if you do this. Yeah. Anyways, continuing the news. uh, This is is the reprint block. This one's a surprise. Are you ready for this? Cypher Academy. Uh, which the news that I've heard about it has been that it has not been very well received. Uh, we have both dropped that, I think, mm-hmm. yeah. a month or more ago. Uh, Cypher Academy Volume 1 is getting a reprint. So Why? That's baffling. I wonder if this was them under-ordering the first print or if some word of mouth something... I don't know. This one, Cypher Academy is weird yeah. to me. We will see how that goes. Last I saw, it was, I think, last or second to last in the, uh, like, Shueisha publishing reporting from Weekly Shonen Jump. But, uh, who knows? The other... Uh, yeah. Yeah, the other I reprint think you're things right. are pretty... Yeah. Uh, other reprint things are much more uh, understandable. Ichinose Family Volume 1 is getting reprinted. Kindergarten Wars Volume 1 getting a reprint and a pre-release reprint of Volume 2 for Kindergarten Wars, So, which I think is good. I think Kindergarten Wars, like we talked about, is a super good, super valuable thing. So, mm-hmm. And uh, a pre-release reprint, that doesn't make any sense to me. I don't so even know that. what I assume that is, is you have to order the print ahead of time, right? I mean, you yeah order the print it's printed you have them you know for probably two or three weeks and then you for shipping and and distributing them probably they have ordered the print of volume two right because the volume two print is going to hit uh april 1st and, and volume one is selling so well they're like right. oh shit we don't have enough yeah okay right. got it and so the kindergarten wars reprint of volume one i think is out like the 29th of march or the 22nd of march or something so um they're basically just saying we assume volume two is going to sell out from our initial order we are already ordering more but yeah that's Those make cool. more sense. Hey, good, good for good for Kindergarten Wars. Yeah, I think it's a great series. I'm looking yeah. forward. We haven't gotten a chapter in a while, but uh, they might that might have gotten an official might be getting an official uh, translation. I don't remember. Yeah, I wonder. Speaking yeah. of official, that's not a good transition. So I'll cut it right there. <laughs> My Hero Academia is on the sudden break officially. Uh, Horikoshi, <laughs> take your break for health. That's official, also. Um, I thought you were going to say Horikoshi is officially sick. I was like, oh, that would have been a good one. Yeah, I tried. Yeah. I, my mind wasn't making the connection. <laughs> Official uh, reports tell us. Yeah. Horikoshi, my heck dear, on break. This, they were on break last week, Saturday, which I think was the, was that the, or the Sunday, the 11th or 12th, right? The 12th. Yeah. So yeah. break on the 12th. He will not be back on the 19th. He will supposedly maybe be back on the 26th. Um, we'll see. Good well wishes and good health to the artist there. Uh, yeah, the dude, the dude grinds. So I hope he gets a good break out of his this. Great, yeah, and I, I think yeah. his, I mean, his art has actually been especially good in these last like four or five mm-hmm. months. The whole kind of final arc we're going through. So hopefully, oh it's for good. sure. Uh, speaking of return dates, Fryrin returns on March twenty second. So one week from today, we should be getting a new chapter of Fryrin in Japan, and we'll get it probably a day or two after here uh, in the West. So excited for that. Ooh. Love to see it, and just in time to hype up the anime coming up. Yes, which I assume is kind of the 
intended uh, track lineup there. So I assume that they probably took a break to do a lot of consulting on the anime and then planned to return to publishing near when the anime is airing. So yeah, I'm, I, I'm excited. Yeah. It's going to be good. Me, me too. It's always good. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Fire Rings, yeah, one of the best things being published right now. So speaking of one of the best things being published, Act Age artist Shiro Uzazaki, Usasaki, Usazaki. That's a hard one to do in uh, Western tongue. Shiro Usazaki uh, is publishing a new one shot titled Kimi to Ao. Ki- I can't do Japanese today. It's not happening. Kimi to Aoi Yoru no. Uh, with an original story written by Kida Saori and drafted by Muneakin Taoka. That's just a lot of Japanese words that were really hard to say. Good for her. I'm glad she she yes. she landed another gig because uh, what happened to Act Age wasn't her fault at all. No, and but her art in it was great. I remember. I think I like had started reading Act Age whenever the the news of its sort of impromptu cancellation based on the author's bad actions came through. But yeah, I think uh, my I remember seeing that she's done a couple of sort of one off drawings, probably. You know, whatever artists like that do draw, you know, draw for publications or advertisements or something. But yeah, good to see she's coming back with a uh, with a one shot. Um, I didn't see who is publishing that one shot or if it's a test or teaser for a full series or just a one shot. But either way, I mean, it could be a big, long one shot, right? Could be a 60, 70, mm-hmm. 80 page one shot, which those take months to make. So we'll have to see. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, that's called Kimito Aoyoru no. Speaking of, I can't do the transition anymore. I'm just lost in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. That's, no, no, that's we, got gonna, it. we yeah. got it. We got it. We got it. Let me do the transition really you quick. Um, speaking of, oh, wait, I didn't do it right either. Uh, speaking of, speaking now you take it. Not, not, no, it's not. But, but, do, do you want me to deliver it too? Okay, hold on. Okay. Here we go. No, I, I got to go. I got to go. Speaking of acting. Speaking of what? Wow, we fucked this up. Okay, no, I got it, I got it. Speaking, no, I thought that was great. Speaking of acting, there was <laughs> another leak that Pseudo Harem uh, is getting an anime. That's that's awesome. Uh, yeah, this is a good little it, series that stopped publishing maybe about a year ago it ended, a year and a half maybe. Uh, yeah, and honestly, that, that series is like the perfect example of like all fluff, no drama, but it, it was just entertaining, worked well. Yeah, um, really great. Um, so this yeah, is, that'll be great. I think this is a. I think this is off the back of Tomo Chan being a successful uh, anime so far, because I think that Tomo Chan and Pseudo Harem are both kind of similarly positioned manga, right? They're kind of small, mm-hmm. small little tidbit published Twitter uh, or one. They're day like four coma. Kind of is that how you say right. four coma? Yeah, four coma. Yeah. yeah. I did was Pseudo Harem or four coma. Maybe it's I think it was. I think it maybe started as it, and because the last couple of chapters, I remember being like eight or nine pages each. But yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. Maybe it wasn't. Yeah. It, but yeah, it, but it has the same vibe. You're right. It does. It's, it's like very just sort of like comfy, goofy, funny. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's pretty hype. Uh, okay. Speaking of hype, no more transitions. No. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, speaking, yeah. Just touch it. Speaking just of, tell me about the. New- adaptations if a flower doesn't adapt it dies here's the next piece of news moebana is ending that is this flower shown in love thing yeah uh i I remember reading the first chapter or two of this did you ever read this moebana 
Uh, no, I, I haven't. I've seen it around, but I haven't read any of yeah, it. Uh, it, what, it. What did you think? Uh, I mean, I again, I only read maybe the first two chapters. It was not for me. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. think it was written with my uh, my sort of gaze or taste in mind. Um, it seemed fine. It seemed like it had a decent, you know, a decent middling following over here. I remember most of the chapters getting, I don't know, you know, 200 to 400 uh, upvotes on the Reddit threads. So not okay. not super yeah, big, was... but not super small. Um, it Decently ran almost a full year. I think it maybe went 55, 60 chapters. So uh, okay. uh, definitely, definitely an author that could go on to do more things. I'd be interested in, but who knows? Uh, thought I would just call that out because that is a, I believe that is a Jump Plus uh, property there. So, hey, well, good for you, Moibana fans. I uh, hope the ending was good. Yep. Speak- uh, okay, so so, no, bro, tell, it, it, just just fucking tell me about this because this is insane. What you posted here, and I have not heard about. Have it. you really so, not heard about this? Okay, speaking no. of endings and the end of the world, there there's a one punch man overwatch crossover with skins and do you not see this i'll find the hold on i'll find a picture of it and put it up um, no i i want to see this that's weird uh it was i think it was kiriko tatsumaki the punch guy was saitama um i get. i guess that makes but, sense yeah there was one more and i oh it was the bike uh god who's the who's the biker guy Moomin Rider. Yeah, Moomin Rider is soldier whatever. So really, uh, nobody just has like a picture of it. That like, one doesn't, mean, like, doesn't make any sense at all. Huh, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, like, here's the picture of like the Tatsumaki Kiriko skin. Uh, yeah, here's... Here's the Punch Man skin. And then where's the... Moomin Rider. Yeah, here it is. Uh... It- these and these are real skins. You might think, oh, he's trolling. This isn't a real no, these are real skins. Moomin Rider Soldier 76 is a real skin. Saitama, uh I cannot remember the punch guy's name. Um Doomfist. Doomfist, yes. Uh Saitama Doomfist and Tatsumaki Kiriko are all these are these are real things. You're looking at on screen is not is not fake. Um, that is that is odd. The skins look good, but that this, is they do look good, yeah. I mean I think this is pretty cool, interesting crossover. Uh it, also, it's bizarre. <laughs> it is a little yeah, bizarre, I, in my opinion, also. Yeah. So. I, it, it, radiating Fortnite energy here. But, uh. I mean, yeah, I'm, no, no. I'm fully. Pro- I, I, is Saitama already in Fortnite? He might already be in Fortnite. I don't know. Um, and, uh, it's. I don't think he. I think it's just Deku right now who does the punches. Yeah. Well, and I'm, I think Goku is in it. I believe there's, like, all the Bleach main characters. No, all the, oh, this, all the Naruto main characters are in it. Um,. There's yeah, I mean Fortnite is a thing, but uh, yeah, it is it is pretty crazy how many how many IPs they have in that thing. Yeah, I just thought uh, this, was, this is wild, interesting thing to call out. Um, it's it, wild. It's also strange because One Punch Man is, I mean, I guess it was a really really big anime, and it still kind of is. Um, I wonder if this is prep for season the season three. Uh, we so they announced One Punch Man season three was happening. I want to say winter of 2021, and then I believe we have gone almost more than a full year and hearing no news about it. Um, maybe it was winter 22. Maybe it's been like six months or something. But even then, they basically said yes, we're making season three. They didn't announce any staff attached to it. They didn't announce any studio. So we don't know any timing of when it's coming out. They just said we're making it. That's it. So. 
I think we might have talked about this, but was it not MAPPA? Was I wrong about that? I don't... Maybe they did. I didn't think that they did. I just like MAPPA, but uh, maybe maybe I'm tripping. But either way, uh, take your take your freaking time. After season two, just take your time. As long as it's kind of close to season one's quality, I'm in. Yeah, MAPPA, I believe, was a leak. Uh, Shonen leaks. Oh, I see. Season three ties to Studio MAPPA. I don't think we've gotten any official announcements. So yeah, I mean, it, I would not be surprised if it's MAPPA, to be honest. That makes sense to me, but... Uh, they make every anime. They Why sure wouldn't do. it be them? Um, let's real quick do, hop on over to sales. Do some sales stuff real quick. Yep, this is Wahoo. for the end of February, first week of March. I don't think I grabbed the other weeks, but One Piece on top, selling an absolute fuck ton, one million with three days on sale. This isn't even a full week of sales. Three days on sale. One Piece Volume One Hundred Five, one million hard copies. <laughs> I I love to see it. I, yep. you shouldn't, you know, you usually root for the underdog, but I, I'm so happy every time I see One Piece do well. I, yeah, I mean, I'll always, I'll always vote for him. Um, dropping to a little over half of that sales in second place here is Jujutsu Kaisen with closing in on 600,000 with three days on sale. Still banger numbers, right? Anybody would be mm-hmm. through the moon to have numbers like that. And then a huge drop to number three at 150,000 units uh, with Kaiju number eight, which is kind of, I mean... Kaiju number eight is kind yeah, well, I mean, I think it's a good series. Uh, It definitely has some issues in the pacing and the writing, considering it's bi-weekly slash bi-monthly every two weeks. Um, But And and it's pure action, so it 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 feels short every time you read it. Super right. If we get chapters that are all action, and yeah, it feels very short. I do think Kaiju number eight is going to be a series that is improved when it is adapted into an anime, so... Uh, yeah, I think I think so too. I think the only issue they'll run into is it's going to take a while for a second season. Um, because yeah, likely. Although I don't they know, have to go through a lot of source. Yeah, yeah, we probably have enough for like maybe close to two full seasons whenever uh, this arc finishes. But yeah, um, the other stuff in the top ten here: Awashi, Kusuriya uh, no Hiturigoto. That's sane and mystery. Uh, it's Apothecary Diaries. That um, is Apothecary Diaries. Yeah, it is. It is freaking awesome. So, I need to read that. I've uh, heard so many good things about it. I think I tried to watch the. It has an anime, right? I'm pretty sure. I think it has one I, season I think, at least. I want to I, say I remember it being announced. I I assume it's already out. Yeah. Yeah. There's kind of this weird where it's like top four shonen. There's kind of like two seinen, or the, I don't. I've never heard of this jibaku shonen Hanakokun, um, but that's sitting here in sixth place, which is apparently a supernatural shonen from Square Enix. Oh, uh, I think you might have. I'm, you might have heard of this. It's the Toilet Bound. Oh, is, it, is that? Isn't that that the is one? totally bound to Nako-kun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I have heard of this. I have heard of this. I just, for some reason, the cover was not what I'm used to seeing from uh, from that series. Yeah, I have heard of Toilet Bound. Yeah. Um, Dragon Ball Super at 7. Mobile Suit Gundam Thunderbolt out of fucking nowhere. Volume 21 of a Gundam thing, which I don't think I've ever seen on the top 10, is is in 8th uh, place here. Uh, uh, then... Those 53,000 people are diehards, I bet. Uh Gundam fans love Gundam, man. I mean, Gund, yeah, and there and there still are a lot of Gundam fans. I have a I have a friend who does the Gunpla Gundam building, so yeah, they're very much into it. And then the bottom two, uh, Saint and Drama and a Shoujo Romance, which man, I today's not my day for reading Japanese, but here we go. Kusuriya no Hiturigoto. Wait, this was this is Apothecary Diary uh, spinoff story or something, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mama is the main character. Yeah, so it Mama is a spinoff. No so I some kind of spinoff, I assume. Yep. Um Oni no Hanayome 
have not heard of that, but that is uh, Shoujo Romance. Also, in interestingly, 10 days on sale, 50,000 sold, uh, still in the top 10. That's pretty, pretty really good numbers, by the way. Yeah, not bad at all. Yes. It's a, a, yeah, it's kind of weird, actually, see, seeing 50K on the second week. Uh, yeah, there was, I was going to say, that's huge. Usually things have a pretty big drop-off. Usually only really big stuff stays for more than uh, seven days, especially in the top 10. But yeah, yes, this is... Uh, the same same guy who I like to grab his pictures, who I've talked to, uh, Josu at Jose underscore K. Uh, this is his February top best selling manga series. So Blue Lock in first place, actually, which is which is a little surprising. Uh, take note: no One Piece. Or no, there was a One Piece. No, I don't think there was a One Piece volume released. So because again, uh, Blue Lock in February here is saying sold 1.3 million copies. One Piece in three days sold 1 million copies. So you can bet who's winning March. Uh, My Hero in second for February there at 800. And Slam Dunk uh, coming in with close to 700k copies. So everything else on here is pretty interesting. Uh, I'm really happy to see Yomino Sagai up there at number eight. Uh, spiritual sequel to Full Metal Alchemist by the same author and artist person. And you see Bochi the Rock doing well too. Yeah, not Bochy surprising, but still cool to see. Selling. Uh, yeah, this this is all standard. It makes sense to me. Yep, looks good. Spy Family still up there. Blue Box, Blue Box actually at thirteen is maybe, and Sakamoto Days at twelve. Those are two newer series that I'm glad are that high up on this because I think those are both really good. Sakamoto Days is awesome. Blue Box I think is pretty decent. So, yeah, yeah, cool. So that's did that. How long did that take us to get through all that news? 32 minutes. All right, that's not too bad. With my flubbed intro, probably only 28 minutes. Anyways. You know what I think really helped us there? Uh, the awesome transitions. The transitions definitely did not slow us down and were not awful. So yeah, I'm uh, sure those spe- are great. Speaking of transitions, uh, what what is your discussion topic of the week, Bruce? You're going first because I put your stuff uh, in here. Which speaking, of, speaking of transitions, let me talk about <laughs> my discussion topic of the week. Uh, it is Witch Watch, uh, chapter 100. Um, and real quick, before we, before we do that, the Discord just stopped sharing. Uh, can you, uh, just let me check. It might just stop if I leave it asleep for too long. Nope. It just stopped for some reason. Uh, OBS go live. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So Witch Watch is mine. And, um, this is, I, I know I did Witch Watch kind of recently, but, uh, I, I had to do Witch Watch again because uh, this is their annual uh, chapter where they do a manga within a manga. So this manga exists within Witch Watch. Uh, and last year they released this chapter where this lion character just randomly gets his name Zach uh, randomly gets crucified at the end of the chapter. It ends the chapter and nothing more is said of it until this year where they release <laughs> another chapter. Uh, uh, fuck it. Discord is not working. Uh, just just head over to the next one. I'll I'll describe it. Um, I it should be there. Uh, yeah. So uh, basically, they they draw they don't continue from the previous chapter. They assumed that a year's worth of chapters had been released between now and then, and we the audience just haven't kept up. Oh, okay. See, I wasn't sure about that. I wasn't sure if they had done just that was chapter one, this chapter two, or if they did 49 chapters or whatever occurred between the two of them. Yeah, no, yeah, 49 chapters or something has occurred between them. Zach, uh, the lion guy, is now a robot cyborg, maybe. 
and some people can understand him and some people can and they just act like he said something really dark oh, or heavy so, you know I, uh, the uh, just the idea of this of being brave enough to say it's my one year two year anniversary and instead of doing a big color spread and a big you know exciting chapter chapter 100 big events to just go like nope it's a gag manga that's only happens in my mind and you missed 50 chapters of it and here's the next part <laughs> yeah it's so it, it, it's such a good gag and and they do the gag where like all of the evil organization is revealed and they're talking about their plans and whatnot. And they have yeah, exactly. in the top left, like a, a Satanist, maybe I I don't know, like a, a witchcraft man. Frank uh, straight. Frank. Oh, their names are just great. By the way, this Frank yeah. straight. I, I'm sure the rest of them have Japanese puns as names too. Uh, that I, I'm not parsing, but I would bet. It, they do, yeah. It, yeah. Akesuke Akasu. Yeah, head over to the next one. Lalaseki. So, uh, this is a, a, a deep, deep chapter. And, um, in the next page, the main villain states that, uh, the, the heroes who pull this legendary sword and our heroes are struggling with it, uh, they can become the strongest if they're able to pull it. But one of their party members will collapse as a trade-off, yeah. uh, and I, I, I put this page in here just because the lion is so fucking funny with his two eye patches. He has like the medical oh, eye patch. Both here. of his eyes are covered. I just didn't even notice that the first time. I yeah. Got <laughs> literally blinded by the eye patches. God. And, and here's the big twist at the end of this chapter yeah. is uh, they, they pull the sword uh, through the power of friendship and Frank straight collapses and starts beeping so he is he's the lion it's the lion frank street <laughs> is Zach. okay that's a good twist this is yeah. I, i'm not gonna lie seeing this actually makes yeah. me want to read witch watch more than like any witch watch chapters we could have gone over just because i think the yeah. idea of doing this sort of meta chapter full goo friend like just the like the gags inside of it just seems it seems so funny and such a good idea and i'm so happy that they let him that they let the author and the artist do this that i just like, like i really want to read witch watch now that might be the next thing on my list you, you should it's it's just really fun and some of the chapters are so creative um but uh yeah it, these two when you read if you read these individually read them with the context of knowing that this is just randomly thrown in there without telling anyone yeah. uh so you're just reading a shit post manga for like one chapter and then nothing is said about it afterwards. And one year later, like you read chapter one and then one year later, chapter 45 of, of the same manga you haven't read comes out. Was the original uh, one an actual was actually chapter one? No, it was like chapter 20 or something. Uh, uh, OK, OK. Yeah, they're, they're infiltrating a lab and they talk about uh, whether it's a lab or not for like. A full page and uh then the lion is suddenly crucified and they're like whoa it's it's, it's stupid as shit it's a huge shit post and yeah. it's uh very funny I, so shout out to witch watch I'll, I'll bring it back next year too uh i mean yeah i definitely we should plan on uh, chapter 150 or whenever it is in, in about yeah. a year to get another i'm sure it'll be I can assume he's just going to skip ahead and write funny stuff again, which is, makes me more excited than to n even know what happens in the next chapter of this, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, we, we won't know what happens in this story till next year anyway. So, for sure, uh, for sure. Uh, yeah, that, that's mine. It's it's a huge shit post and it was hilarious. And I think it was a, just a, which watch is so good, fellas. So go read that. Uh, what do you got this week, Bruce? Uh, speaking of so good, it's... yeah. 
Inio Asano's new series, Mujina Into the Deep. Um, I'm going to move my head real quick here because, oh, that's the wrong thing I'm grabbing. Oh, God, I messed it up. Oh, God. We're okay. We know how to work OBS. There we go. That's a nice um, color page. It's a, I mean, Asano's always had really good art. They also, we'll talk a little bit about it later. Uh, something I wanted to call out on this page, you will notice Mujina in two, into is two separate words, the deep. I believe that is actually just fucking incorrect if we're calling it out. Uh, if you wanted to say that the person thing Mujina was going deeper in into, that is one word into, uh, into like that is for, um, we like for instance if you were going uh that restaurant we need to go in to buy some groceries the restaurant we go in to buy some food right that's we're going in to do blah 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 that is kind of separated we are going in you could even say we are going into to buy some food but anyways i want to call that out because i think it's weird that they translated it like that and i really i want to tweet or send them an email and be like are you sure this is not supposed to be mujina into one word the deep um, Wait, I, I think I have a, a theory for why they did that. Um, so, y you know, when you are like in a bank heist and it's going bad mm -hmm. and your fellow heistman says, hey, boss, I think we're in too deep here. You know, uh, yes. I think they were going for a play on words, but they can't use both of the twos that they want to. So they kind of did a middle thing. Yeah, I don't, you know, it, it makes me curious to to know the Japanese version of it. Cause there, there could be some wordplay here, right? Cause there's often wordplay, which is lost upon English translation, um, which I know I've complained about um, at the past. This is also noted as an episode zero dash one. Um, I don't know if that means this is like arc zero part one or episode zero oh. and episode one. I'm not sure. Anyways. Um, I don't know either. Yeah. Yes, the art spreads here, though, are very cool. Uh, what Asano has always been, what I have noticed Asano, so the other main series that I've read of his, though not all of it, is Oyasumi Poonpoon, Goodnight Poonpoon. That's, I would think, his most famous uh, his most famous work that you would might know over here in the West. Um, even in Oyasumi Poonpoon, he often uses, basically, I don't want to say tracing over pictures, he basically uses digitally converted pictures to manga pages to to do a lot of his art, which is what we're looking at here also, right? This is not, um, my guess is this is not actual stroke art of any kind, right? This isn't someone looking at a picture and painting over it. This is a conversion of a picture into a style using Photoshop filters, After Effects, whatever you want to use, right? Your tool of choice. Um, and I, I did even see a tweet from the author who showed how he set up some of the fight scenes later on and backgrounds using Unreal Engine 5, which I think is really, really cool. Um, what they would do is they would do a lot of like posing of bodies and then they, the, the artist could draw over the body with the sort of, oh, this is the cool pose I want. Here's the way the sort of body is structured like that and I can draw over it that way. Um, also helps keep the body sort of proportions and stuff uh more i don't necessarily real but more connected right you're not going to get kind of a squash and stretch stuff if you're using an unreal engine you know uh dummy essentially to, to pose your stuff but anyways yeah i asano's style has always sort of been backgrounds were 
I won't say an afterthought, but backgrounds are a thing that he converted from photographs, right? That's, I think, always been true, and it continues to be true, and I think that it looks even better now than it does in Yasumi Punpun. So I like a lot of the background art stuff here. Um, all of that being said about the art and how cool it is, uh, you read this, right? I did, yeah. Yeah, not a lot happens in the first chapter. Uh, well, some stuff happens is really just a teaser in my opinion this is this felt like a trailer of a manga more than it felt like a chapter one introducing you to all the characters and the plot and stuff you're going to want to know um we maybe know that this girl's name is mujina or is the other girl's name mujina i don't remember or no mujina is the is a assassin maybe yeah it's like a type of mujina is like it seems like a type of ninja or assassin or something like that which this girl is um, then we watch her kill this guy and then and jump over. And, I mean, again, like this spread is really cool. But if you look on the left, like you can just tell like the the sign, especially and stuff like that's not that's not hand drawn. Like that's converted from a digital image, which I think is fine. I, I, I don't mind this at all. And I think that uh, I think that Asano uses it really well, especially in this chapter uh, in Poon Poon. I think it's more noticeable and it isn't used quite as stylishly but this is a really cool like the angle of this shot and where this picture is taken is just really neat so um and i think his character art is always great so yeah i mean i this is interesting i'm gonna keep i'm gonna keep up with it uh i think it's cool and exciting to have a new inio asano his the writing that i read in yasumi punpun i think i read maybe 40 or 50 chapters of that is really good and really melancholy uh and i'm curious how he does with an action focused manga it does appear there are a lot of pages that i could not show here because we are streaming on youtube and the terms of service have been violated there's clearly sort of speaking of stroke art (laughs) uh (laughs) seedy underbelly vibes right there's some prostitution and drug stuff obviously going on here assassinations killing it's pretty hyper violent from what i've seen so um curious to see how his kind of melancholic style uh plays in with all those kind of uh different stuff right yes Poon Poon's very just kind of like family family and friend and school drama life you know kind of life happens ups and downs and stuff this seems much more severe uh and dramatic so curious to see how that goes i was uh I actually like that it felt like kind of like a prologue trailer thing. Maybe that's what the zero dash one meant, but who knows mm, what, yeah. what, it, what it actually means. But uh, I was confused as to why there was so much blowjob. Um, yeah, there was and, a lot of nudity in the first ten pages or so. And I'm cool. no, pr- I'm no prude. It's like fine, but like oh, this was like a, it was used on a throwaway character that I didn't expect to just show up and die like that. Yeah. I, it was strange. I, I mean, it's a little bit of scene setting tones. I think this is. I think we're going to look back and see the tone of the manga is probably set pretty solidly here, which is why I was mentioning sort of this clearly is going to be seedy underbelly vibes, like bad stuff happening to people, you mm-hmm. know, through through crime and sex and drugs and stuff like that. That's kind of the 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 feeling I am getting from this first chapter. So, um, I think we're going. I, I think we're going to get more of that to come. I would not. Uh, I don't think that's sort of a chapter one uh, etchy hook. I think that's probably going to continue through the series. I wonder if this is if this is more so about what, or this is going to be about what the author perceives to be sexual deviancy in some way, because yeah. um, because it had like two two like 
CD sex things, right, going on at the same time. And that, that was the only two kind of plot things that happened outside of all the action. But who yeah. knows, right? It's too early to tell. But Yeah, and there's uh, a little bit of an implication with the girl who comes in on the train being like like a like a renter girlfriend type thing or you know the next it like, could be prostitution yeah, kind of hard to tell uh, it was it was a little bit implied that the guy that she met i think at the train station was somehow paying something for her or you know advising her expecting something in return i it's all sort of very lightly implied but you could oh you know yeah. I thought this was just a young girl getting taken advantage of but you're right i think it is I mean, a yeah. girlfriend thing um because could be she was uncomfortable yeah. She was uncomfortable by the guy, and I don't think she would be surprised if she was a prostitute. Uh, but right. yeah, I, 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 so I think you're right, yeah. We'll see. I mean, it also appears to just kind of be modern Japan or near modern Japan. They have some kind of like boost shoes, uh, the, the the Mujina girl does at least, and I think one of the other guys did. Um, I will say I didn't, I didn't love the action paneling in this just because I... I have like made a video and researched that a lot. I can, I really notice it when I read now. Um, action paneling here felt a little disjointed, um, but the art is still awesome. And I, I really think that it's more going to be more about the characters and the sort of drama here. So yeah, very mm -hmm. curious to continue this one for sure. Yeah, likewise. And I believe this is, I think this is monthly. This might be our weekly. Weekly or monthly? Bi-weekly? Who knows? I, I would have to guess monthly. By the time um, we hit April 15th, we should have another chapter. At least one. Maybe four. Who knows? This Gantz-esque realistic art takes a while to do, so I, I assume yeah. I assume it, it's going to be like nope. bi-weekly or monthly. Uh, Gantz is the same... Gantz is the same thing. Gantz backgrounds also often uh, just converted pictures in like a... You essentially change them, swap them black and white in a video changing thing desaturate them to where they look like or change the line style or something to where they look like uh, it looks like mm -hmm. manga drawing and it's not i mean i've seen lots of i mean i've seen i've seen fujimoto use this um i've seen Murata use this. yeah i've seen Murata use this occasionally um yeah usually he just goes ham like a like he, a legend but and he'll often do yeah. more uh like tracing of of real photos to kind of convert stuff but yeah uh Murata used this i'm trying to remember where i remember seeing this i think when the comet falls uh, some of the buildings in the city there i think dude are, yeah. that is the only time i remember it and i'm so glad you said that because uh that was the yeah that was the only time i noticed it and that was the only mid page of one punch man i i have seen art wise yeah uh because it was noticeable it took me out a little bit it wasn't a big deal at all but like you know for someone who does 10 out of 10s on every page it was uh yeah was i mean let me one. see if i can find i mean i think see i think some of the panels like uh if i can get this up here um i think some of the panels like this are like i do not think that murata drew the earth underneath there, right? If he did, it was some kind of tracer conversion job. Now, I do think he drew... The clouds clearly look different, so I think all the clouds are all drawn or mostly drawn in, but I do think that the sort of part underneath... Or this could even be like... Again, Asano talked about using Unreal Engine 5. This could just be like a, you know, converted picture of like a 3D modeled earth because the oceans are very flat, but who knows? But yeah, that's definitely... Uh, stuff like that has been going on for... I'm trying to think... I mean, at least 25 years, I would say. Gantz, I think, started late 90s. Um, oh, Monster is the other one that I noticed used a lot. Um, ah. If you look at a lot of the panels in Monster, you'll notice that uh, What's-His-Name does not like drawing backgrounds. Um, 
who's I'm just I'm forgetting even though he wrote the greatest thing I've ever read uh, Ur- uh Urasawa yeah Urasawa yeah and, and you know uh I've read like a decent amount of like uh manhwa uh Korean mm-hmm. uh comics they and... also use it a lot oh they they do like a color uh, conversion they, thing. they literally reuse the same picture of a castle over I, and yes, over again. I've seen um, this yes yeah I the think same I'm fantasy only... castle in yeah. every isekai yep yeah, yeah, it's like the same architect, the exact same castle over and over, and the same and, food. They use the yep, same food, and that is, I believe, yeah. a like free or cheap asset on some store. Uh, I, I think it's maybe a free asset that you again can just plop into something like Unreal Engine or, um, like After Effects, and just get an angle on it and convert it. And yeah, these things are all, uh, in my opinion, the, these things are cool tools to use. Um, we're not going to talk about AI in this episode. We might talk about AI eventually. Um, we uh, kind of talked about it offline a little bit, but there are some interesting implications for cool things that artists could use AI to 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 do. Um, and you know what? But their intellectual property about it, belongs to them, and you can't feed it. Anyways, yeah. I, I, until we talk about it, let's leave it at that because I yeah. I, I I think this this just turns into a long discussion about it. AI. Turns into a very uh, long discussion, and we won't get into it. But yeah. Uh, so speaking of long discussions, <laughs> One Piece. <laughs> we did. Uh, wait, hold, hold on. We're not at One Piece yet. We have to briefly mention Beaten Motion. Oh yeah, let's. I'll talk about uh, Beaten Motion Chapter Two drop. Did you read Chapter I, Two? I, I have. Yeah, I read it before. Okay. Um, this is the winner. I we talked about it uh, two weeks ago, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. This is the winner of that televised competition. Um, it's not bad. It's just okay in my opinion chapter two is kind of the same for me although it was a little bit less scattered than chapter one a little more focused i thought um yeah what'd you think about Uh, chapter two pacing issues uh that's the biggest problem i had with it um i thought chapter two was stronger than chapter one and i actually liked a a lot a lot of it when it was working but i feel like it went way too fast um they cut out uh the segment of nico and the main guy uh yeah, there was a enjoy, like montage part where I was like, "Why would you cut this? This should you should, we should this, be reading this." Like, this is the important part. This yeah. is the important because yeah. because their relationship grows to such an extent where he's like, "I like myself more, and I like talking to you." And it's like we didn't see any. You just skipped all of that, right? Like, right. You, yeah. Um. So we don't know what what clicked. Uh, I thought that, but that when they were talking and when it, when it wasn't riddled with pacing issues i thought the dialogue worked i thought the characters were interesting mm-hmm. uh i like their motivations i i like the manga it's just a mess a little bit it has promise i i mean the biggest thing i can say about it which i don't think is is like really an insult is that it feels kind of amateur which it is this guy is, is this guy's first try at a manga and i like for a first try it's pretty good it's just kind of clear that it's like i mean so from what i understand i believe the first i think it's six chapters were created during the sort of uh reality tv section so my guess is that potentially after the first six chapters when it's into a more serialized format where you aren't writing to move the story really fast to win people over to get people into your characters um there Mm -hmm. might be a change there so i i'm kind of i'm willing to stick around for eight or ten chapters and see where it goes um or if it's short you know this might only be a 15 30 chapter thing who knows uh yeah, but it's it's not great. Um, it's good. It's okay. I don't I don't hate it. It's not bad. It's it's just yeah, a little unsteady, a little uneven. Um, 
you're definitely right that the the big issue is that it's like, oh, you know, you're like, oh, cool, I'm going to get to see these people grow closer and stuff. And then it just kind of like montages through all of it in two pages. And then they're really close all of a sudden. It's like, uh, that's kind of why I'm here. <laughs> like, I'm kind of here for that, to be honest. It is insane to skip character develop the character development yeah. part. Yep. Or the plot yep. part when it's about characters. Um, wow. It's that's, just not Kaiser, looking at you. Call it out. Well, see, at least that has action, right? Like this, this is specifically a character piece, and it skips character. It's it's, that's just baffling. That is, it is sort of a very cardinal sin of like, if if it's a story about characters, don't skip the character stuff. Yeah, and I I am literally only going this hard on it because uh, I think it's good. Outside of that, I think it. Yeah, it definitely. I mean, it definitely has promise. I think the author is starting at a higher level than a lot of a lot of authors and artists start at. and the, I mean, the art is fine. It's it probably definitely deserved to win that series. Um, and again, like I said, I believe that the first six chapters were created during that series. So I wonder, I wonder where it goes after that, or I wonder it, where it, uh, if it pivots. And once, since he has more time and he knows that he, you know, has won the contest and is serialized, um, if we get a little bit of a change there, my guess is that these first two chapters are maybe very slight reworks of the original things you created for the live action. So if you're trying to sell people, you know, and move quick, I can understand doing a montage for some character stuff. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. And perfect. And my brief mention, I just wanted to call out as well. Uh, mm-hmm. I read the first three chapters. It's on the front of our manga. It's uh, just a few words. It's about a couple trying to fix their broken marriage uh, through communication. I would... I think I only maybe read the first two chapters, but this is the one where he like compliments her makeup. She like dresses up the next day and cooks for him. Is that the one? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah, exactly. That is yeah. the one, and I, I really like it. It's just like small communication things, uh, trying, you know, just putting yourself out there. Uh, and I don't think there are a lot of manga about broken marriages, so yeah. which I think is well, that don't the, involve. NTR or something like that. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, where you don't have to scour the internet for it, you know. Uh, right, right. Yeah. But uh, no, I thought I thought it was good. Um, it it's not it's yeah. nothing super deep or anything, but it's a it's a fun read. So check it's it out. Short, but yeah, it's very much like our our marriage is falling apart, and the guy's like, I'm gonna compliment her, and he compliments her, and then she like dresses up and cooks for the next day, and he like buys her flowers. And it's kind of just like a, it feels like a like rolling a snowball down a hill of like, Oh, these people are going to save their marriage. Like I, this one does not feel like it's going to end sad. It's going to end happy. They're going to be fine. So yeah, it would be complete bullshit if it ended sad at at this point for sure. Yeah. So that's, that's just a few words. Um, so on the opposite, speaking of just a few words on the opposite end of that scale, there are many words to say about one piece. Yeah, we never really talk about One Piece ever, so I think this we is mention a... it, and we both read it every single week. Uh, um, we had to joke. make a promise. We had to make a promise that we would not talk about it too much because we could talk about this three times a month, just about on the podcast. So effectively, yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, why don't why don't you start her up? Um, uh, what are your thoughts on the chapter? Um, I like this chapter. At? We are probably right about to get a big reveal at the end, but there was lots of cool, uh, I mean, again, the, this whole egghead arc has been great because we're getting so many payoffs and so many storylines getting tied together in the background that we've been sort of waiting for, not necessarily waiting for something to happen, but they, they've been kind of loose ends and they're, they're getting tied up. Um, so Ahara is coming back on this first page, uh, 
with sort of the ancient world, ancient knowledge, all this stuff. Uh, that's also tied into the, the Pawpaw guy, the Void Century, potentially uh, at the end of the chapter, who the traitor is, maybe. Although I don't, I don't think it is. But yeah, I mean, and we get, uh, we get. Who is it? Kaku and who's the other guy? The CPs, uh, leopard guy. Yeah, um, those two guys get freed and they fight with the straw hats. And there's funny goofs like down here where talking about how King, uh, King, yeah, King's name is Alber and he was a Lunarian. We learned this in Wano, right? We learned that he's Lunarian. He was locked up and he got freed by Kaido, joined his club gang and all that jazz. Turns out his blood is what runs through the, um, the Seraphim, who are these little recreations of the, uh, the Yonko. Yonko? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just, it's just like, like I said, it's just like tying stuff together. It's like, oh, Wano felt like the last time we were really getting kind of some new mysteries introduced. And I think one of those was King and his backstory. Um, and it's kind of already tied up. Like King was captured by the world government to do these tests and it produced these seraphim things which we are seeing now come to fruition fight they're very strong um yeah i mean we're just it's so exciting because it I'm, i'll use the same metaphor again because it's a good one it feels like the snowball is finally rolling down the hill for one piece do you feel the same way absolutely yeah uh one piece has asked a million questions which would be frustrating from a world building perspective if it didn't answer them as they went but there's still so many lingering and now we're just getting plot ends and uh, secrets all tied up and it's it's been really great uh and it, they've been doing it at a mile a minute unlike the issue i had with boku no hero academia i feel like it's been cons like every loose end has been consistently brought up and talked about and hinted at enough yep. to where wrapping it up or doing a lore drop feels really good you know it feels earned every single time and he also knows oda's smart enough to know that like hey the last time we actually met i'll go back to the last page the last time they actually mentioned ohara was in robin's flashback which is in chapter like 350 or something right like maybe that's chapter 400 like around there um but like it's been 700 like six seven maybe 800 chapters since we've talked about ohara now it's probably mentioned off and on you know, I think mm -hmm. Robin's called like the child of O'Hara or like the last survivor of O'Hara or Devil, something. Devil's child or something like that. Devil yeah. child. Some... Yeah, but we haven't really seen or heard the story of it in that long. And some people are really into it like like we are and we kind of discuss these things. And a lot of people are into it even more than we are. I mean, there's whole channels that have million subscribers or more just talking about One Piece uh, on YouTube. Uh, so, you know, those people, you know, they know O'Hara is important. They know it's good. If you're just a casual reader, you might go, oh, I'd forgotten about that because it was you know, 18 years ago, 700 chapters, whatever you want to say. And I, I, I was going to ask you to go back to, because that that's, I wanted to bring up something on this page. It's, uh, I love the honesty in the top right corner. Uh, yeah, here's a refresher. Yeah, uh, well, and this is, and this is what I'm talking about. Why Oda is such a smart, uh, smart author. And he does this, he does this in lots of different ways, but like, yeah, he's like, Hey, it's been 700 chapters. I need to give my readers a refresher on this. He does it. Something that I really like to call out as a really good thing. He does, in the middle of all his big action chapters, mm -hmm. all these people in these different locations, he's for the past, I mean, at least since the time skip, and he definitely did it on um, in the, on the boat, the horror boat place. And he did uh, it in his lobby. Is yeah. He'll put a little map up and be like, hey, here's where all the characters are. 
just to remind you like hey these are the, these are the people in play this these are what they're doing and he does it just like this a little corner insert a little arrows to what they're doing because yeah you might have forgotten like oh yeah it has technically been you know i don't know two months since we've seen zoro but okay zoro is on the third floor of the skull dome and he's fighting a queen or whatever right so i think it's just a, a respect for the viewer's time mm -hmm. um because like these come out weeks apart and there's seven but probably actually more than 10 characters to track every arc so oh, yeah for sure yeah, yeah the mini maps are great you're essentially dealing with all what are there eight straw hats now not no the nine straw hats now eight i think there's eight uh, there would have been nine if somebody had joined in wano uh, I remember. Carrot. Yeah, we were thinking Carrot might join or something. Carrot or Yamato, yeah. But because I remember thinking oh, like Yamato, nine feels yeah. like a good round, a good number for for crew. But anyways, yeah, you've definitely got eight straw hats. You have all of whoever their opponents are. There's almost always a guest princess character, and then two or three other kind of uh, other characters. I mean, in in Wano, we had the there was the the mochi cheek girl is like a pretty main character. The princess was another character. Yamato was another character. So yeah, I mean, you're looking at at least 15, looking at probably 12, yeah, 12 to 15 characters. And then their opponents who they are fighting. So 30 characters yeah. at, at, at any one time, but uh, yeah, like all the scabbards, Marco. Right, like yeah, all the yes. All the red scabbards. Yeah. Law. Yeah. Uh, freaking freaking everyone was there dude yeah i mean yeah wano was was the biggest one we've gotten so there's probably more like 20 or 25 characters but but again the and the thing that oda knows is that he knows there's a lot of characters he knows you're gonna lose track he you know that his readers need a refresher maybe he needs a refresher maybe he's drawing it for himself he's like wait where's everybody draw a map for myself put it in the manga who knows uh he said he uses the wiki to remember devil fruits he made sometimes he too, definitely so said that like yeah. 10 years ago yeah. or something I was like oh i'd forgotten what devil fruits did and so i used the wiki but yeah. yeah, but yeah, this, I mean, this is tying stuff together. It's great. Um, and then at the end, we get Shaka, right? This is Shaka, I believe. Uh, I, I'm For, a little bit behind you, but... Uh, oh, I believe this is... Oh, yeah. This is yeah, Shaka yeah. getting shot, right? And we hear... He gets freaking domed, bro. Yeah, just literally domed, which, like, this is pretty violent. This is like the... Is this... I mean, there's violence think, in One Piece. Is this like the this feels visceral and violent to me in a way that feels kind of un One Piece? Like a guy just getting shot in the head and like like there's I blood think, flying out of his head. He's kind of yeah. a robot, so like whatever. But it's probably oil. It felt, it felt that way for me too because like I think it's how the blood is drawn. It felt it felt more gritty, you know. It definitely yeah. I mean, it definitely could be oil because I'm pretty sure Shaka's a robot, but they might be. I don't. Uh, know. They all they all have his brain inside of them, don't they? That's that why he has an ap apple. True. Yeah, he replaces brain with an apple core instead of the huge head he used to have. So yeah. I think that's like brain matter splattered. Yeah, potentially. Uh, but uh, it definitely felt non-One Piece violence, right? Like a dude getting, like you said, black, like domed in the head with a gun and he's falling back. Like that's pretty, that feels like non-One One Piece violence is, oh, you get punched a lot. No, like, or your arm gets cut off and, you know, I don't I mean, people's arms don't even really get cut off all that often. Like chapter one, when did it happen since then? But really the only violent thing i can remember is ace's death um because he yeah, got a, well he yeah got but even ace's death is like there wasn't like a huge like splattering of blood right it's kind of just like yeah, fire yeah. right like fire comes out uh yeah and stuff exactly. like that but uh and i i should mention um i read in like the reddit comments uh the kataka taka talk sound is uh the same sound used for the emo, right im im yeah im the pointy hat person uh 
And I, I don't know if that's just a sound effect that's commonly used or if there's a connection I there. I believe, yeah. So I believe Katak, that's the, the sound of heels on a hard floor. Um, mm-hmm. I want to say that I saw, like, maybe under that same comment, um, something where people were saying that it had been used occasionally before, but not often, but some other manga have used it. It is definitely most recently used for for EM, or just someone stepping down the stairs, right, is obviously what we're looking at down there in that bottom middle panel, but... Um, yeah, and it makes sense. He, they, he got shot from an elevated area, so yeah, it could just be someone walking down the stairs. Right, right. I mean, we'll know... If we're leading early leaks, we'll know maybe late tonight, if not tomorrow sometime. Uh, but yeah, I'm interested to see who do you do you think you know who shot who shot Shaka? Let's play the game. Let's do. I like prediction games. We've done a couple uh, throughout our six months here. So what's are you, uh, are you deliberately trying not to say Amogus? Are you were you trying to say the imposter is sus and you need <laughs> you need me to find out who it is? Uh, okay, Speaking you got of it. Dated memes. No. What? Uh, Sorry, we're, Oda. Blame Oda for the dated me, huh? That he clearly is on an Among Us. Binge. Do you uh, um, okay? Do you re, do you think Oda played Among Us like during COVID, and that's why he was like, oh, "I got to put this into One Piece." Uh, I I think probably, or he's heard of Among Us. Um, yeah. I don't think that's why he put it in, into One Piece. But if you're asking me if Oda has played it, uh, I'd say I yes. I I'm, I'm going to yes. tweet at and ask uh, has Oda Sensei played Among Us. Uh, tweeted as editor. <laughs> I don't know who his editor is now. He changed recently. He swaps every year or whatever. So, yeah, I, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, because you uh, don't need to edit him, and it's just as like practice for like how One Piece is made. I think is what I've heard. That totally makes sense. He he is a like he is an undisputed pro at this point. So yeah, he knows uh, what he's doing without with or without. Him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyways, who do you who do you think shot Shaka? If it's not him, um. I don't think it's anyone on the world government side. Uh, okay. And it, it's because a CP0 is there on a secret mission to assassinate people and they would know about it. Right. Um, and I don't, it's definitely not anyone on the straw hat or straw hat ally side. So I'm, I'm guessing it has to, it may be uh, like a rogue uh, rebel person from Dragon's side, maybe. You're getting maybe close to what I'm going to guess, I think. Someone someone Bonnie knows. Um, maybe someone who's trying to avenge uh, Kuma. Now, like yeah, Bonnie. I was going to say, now it, it could be Bonnie, because we haven't seen her in a chapter or two. After she got, um, she got a flashback from her dad, from Kuma, right? Isn't that the last time we saw her in that, in that yeah, science room? Yeah, they, her and, um, uh, I'm, I don't know why I'm forgetting the scientist, the Einstein guy. Um, oh, Vegapunk. She, Vegapunk. Her and Vegapunk were in that room, and there was Kuma's big hand bubble full of memories, and she well, absorbed so, but, it. But also, is that Vegapunk or is this Vegapunk? Because this Vegapunk is like tr- was like trapped down here, right? We saw him like in a containment cell or something. So there's maybe two versions. That's kind. Of, I have a couple of guesses here. One is that the Vegapunk that was with Bonnie did this, right? And mm-hmm. he's a bad robot or a bad copy or the evil version of Vega punk or something like that. That's my guess. Or are you ready for, are you ready for who it really is? Yeah. Yeah. Let's hear it. It's Caesar. Cause he's on the, he's, isn't he on the straw hats boat still? I'm pretty sure he uh, is. We saw him when they left Zoro on the boat at the very start of the arc. I'm pretty sure Caesar is still on the boat. That is actually a 
good call, and I don't think it's him. I don't think it's him, but one, it would be one, really one, funny if Caesar just fucking domed Vegapunk or Shaka in this in this picture with a gun when he has swamp powers or whatever it is. Uh, he has gas powers. He's OP as fuck. Uh, That's gas powers, yeah. Oh, wait, wait, no, Caesar's not on the boat. Uh, Caesar is... It's not Caesar. It can't be him. Because Caesar, in conjunction, is with uh, Germa um, right now in the cover stories. Uh, that's what they're are those doing. Current well. cover uh, stories. Yeah, that's what the cover stories are all happening as a aside when whatever currently is happening. And the guy who's on the boat is the mud guy who's different. Oh uh, yeah, it's not Caesar. Okay, Car- who is that then? Uh, Caribou's the mud guy. But that, that's a good theory. Uh, Caesar hates Vegapunk, right? Um, yeah, I mean. And I, haven't the cover stories been about the, like, Germa, the Germa dad guy, and them, like, all hating Vegapunk, kind of? I'm, I... They all hate Vegapunk, but uh, this is happening currently because um, the, 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 their side story was happening while Big Mom was in Wano, and ah, okay. Germa, Germa was in Whole Cake Island with, with Caesar fucking shit up. Um, but, yeah, the reason I thought it couldn't be Caesar was not because of this. I just put this together, but... Uh, the reason I think it can't be Caesar is this, and uh, I think he's a goofy character now. He's like a buggy esque figure, you know. Well, which Where, and that's why I think uh, that's why I think it's even better if he showed up and just shot a guy in the head in an incredibly violent One Piece panel. I think people would just be pissed off because it's like, um, it's like, whoa, this is getting tense. Who who is the impasta? Uh, and it's like it's me Caesar the clown gangster <laughs> I, I don't know man that sounds classic one piece to me like it sounds, go, it sounds funny thinking that something's going to be really serious and there's going to be a traitor and just being like no it was me the clown the whole time so many clowns in this series there's a that lot are of different ma- types ma- of you just put this together in my brain for me it's i am surprised and they're all fucking great they're all really funny unintentionally funny characters yeah there's like there's like at least five i think i can think of i think three immediately and there's four maybe four clowns just like instantly in one piece wait hold on let me try uh buggy and caesar easy okay yeah, Um, yeah buggy caesar mr is it mr two or mr one that's the like the wax powered guy Oh, the Candleman. I don't Candle think he's dude. a clown. I, I think ah, he's just a weirdo. He's a clown. I'm going to pull up a picture of him. You're going to tell me he's not a clown? Hold on. This man is not a clown, my friend. But, but I... he acts like one. Hold on. This, he's like absolutely a clown. You're, hold on. His name is Galdino. Hold on. You're going to tell me. I'm going to show you this man. You're going to say, no, that man is not a clown. I have to find a picture of his whole setup because his whole setup is like goofy as hell. Uh, uh, all right, well, that's good enough. Uh, let us know in the comments. And uh, is, is Galdino it, a clown? And, I think this counts as a clown in One Piece. If we're being, I think it counts as a clown. You know, I'm I'm so staunchly on the side that he's not a clown. I want to say no. Look at him. It's Mr. Three. I want to say no, but I, I'm going to give it to you. Well, uh, he's he got a black. red bow tie. He's got a blue and white pinstripe. He's got yellow pants. He's wearing platform it's, shoes. It, it is insane how much he is dressed like a clown right now. I want to say you're wrong, but <laughs> like the evidence is proving me wrong here. Why does he, why is he dressed like a clown? He's literally just like a clown. Yeah, I'm just going to. That's insane. Okay. I did I'm not remember clowns in one piece and see how many. Okay. Yeah. Well, you're not going to find it there, but you, your argument worked. I agree. Three clowns. Uh, yeah, I guess just three, but that's, I mean, I'm, I, I'm on your side now that he is dressed like a clown. He must be a clown. If yeah. the shoe fits. 
Um, so th- who this really is that shot is probably, it's probably one of the other robots. I don't know which one. Um, it could be any, uh, it could be literally any of them. I would say I, it's just going to be one of them and it's going to be, I was your evil the whole time or I was created first or something like that. I don't know. But uh, my guess is that it's just one of the other robots that we know. Maybe the first girl they meet who's like, seems really angry and violent. Um, the first girl they meet. Uh, the first Vegapunk they meet. I can't remember her name. Oh, uh, oh, right. Lilith. Um, Lilith? Yeah, Lilith. Yeah. Uh, Lilith is with Usopp, no? Yeah, L- Lilith is with Usopp. Uh, but it, that's a good theory. It could be one of the robots. My guess uh, is one like, of the robots. I mean, it could be M. If M shows up here, that's like, that's big shit right there. That's like, because I'm pretty sure that's like final boss, dude. Like he nuked an island like fifty chapters ago, so right it, it, he nuked Sabo. Yes, uh, which do we? I guess we still don't know if he's. I mean, surely he's alive. We he, characters don't he, die he, off screen in in One Piece, so yeah, that that would be insane if Oda's just like, oh, he's dead. You saw yeah. him get nuked. Yeah, no, he no, he's alive. Uh, but yeah, I uh, I don't know who it is. I think he, I think you're probably closest with it. If it's not him, I think you're probably closest with it being one of the bots. Yeah, because they. They gave them all like names like, uh, oh, this this is my lust. This is my wrath. This is my, glu-, you know, it's like they gave yeah, them like. Yeah, it's like, well, one of those will be like the liar one or the wrath one. It's, I don't know. Yeah. Who knows uh, how? I, I mean, the other thing I was going to bring up is that, so we see this Vegapunk that's like locked in the basement, but then there was a Vegapunk that was with Bonnie. My guess is the Vegapunk with Bonnie is like not the real Vegapunk and maybe that's who shoots Shaka because he found the real Vegapunk that's kind of my other like wild maybe theory I don't know I the only issue I have with that theory is because I think the Vegapunk that the Straw Hats and Bonnie initially met is real he's too goofy and he's like and he was like yeah, lost it does, in, I mean in, you it makes you want to believe in, he was also like lost in rubble right like that's I, true. I don't know what, it's like uh so but I, I could definitely see this that being a thing as well. I, I'm just unsure as to what happened to Bonnie in this whole thing. Maybe it's her. Who I was going to say, yeah, I mean, it very well could be Bonnie and may have seen something in that flashback that was like, I now need to kill Vega. I, I wanted to kill Vegapunk and I now need to kill Vegapunk. I, yeah, yeah. Does she, she, has, she has guns, right? Bonnie does. I'm pretty sure she's a, she's a gunslinger. Uh, I think she does, but I don't fully recall her fighting really much ever you know so uh, yeah i, I don't we rap. saw her do we say like get captured and that's like all that she's really done in the in the last 500 600 chapters yeah she like saved zoro f- like from killing the celestial dragon in when she was first introduced and then she got captured by blackbeard and... captured by blackbeard yeah that's what i was thinking yeah 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 i don't know i don't i glance at some quick pictures i don't see her with guns but i i think that's unlikely i think the most likely thing is this is this is one of the robots, or like maybe one of the Seraphim, but I think all the Seraphim are occupied. I, don't know. I, I was speaking of which, I was surprised that the Boa Hancock Seraphim could talk and have like logical thought. I thought they were yeah, all just kind of like, like, "Don't hurt me, I'm cute," or whatever she said. Yeah, yeah I thought they were all bots. You know, <laughs> like I was kind of thinking the same. I was like, "Oh, clearly these things like can't talk. They're sort of like expressionless, like drone robots." And I was like, "Oh no, I guess not." Yeah, I yeah. wonder. I want. I. What part do you think the Seraphim play in the story? Do you think they they play a part in the story past Egghead, or do you think they're the bad guys on Egghead and they'll stay on Egghead when they leave? Because they seem, I mean, they seem incredibly powerful, right? I mean, they're like giving mm-hmm. like Luffy and the Straw Hats like a run for their money, and Luffy and the Straw Hats are pretty strong. So, yeah, yeah, I I think um, 
they are like just below the straw hats and in in terms of power right and that's so the crazy. same so in power scaling terms you're saying they're just as strong as kaido and his crew i i don't we're not doing this we're not no, no, don't don't, we're not don't pull this. me don't, don't pull me into we're, not this power scaling. Don't, we're not power scaling uh, so I, I think the ones in Egghead are going to be if I this is a haymaker of a guess, but mm. I think the ones in Egghead are going to be written out uh, in Egghead, maybe destroyed or something. But there are uh, warlords missing. There's like Crocodile. We haven't seen his bot. Um, there. Yeah. There's like Blackbeard, who is one. There's Law. We haven't seen any of their bots. You know. Well, so, no. So, but isn't it the it's the old warlords though, right? Because. Um... Uh. Because yeah. they got, because they, uh, Mihawk and the girl and what's her name? They, Hancock yeah. and Hancock aren't, aren't warlords in the new world because they're replaced by law and a bunch of other people. Right. Isn't that how it works? That, uh, not quite. So, uh, they were still, that. they were still warlords. Uh, law joined later. Um, but they all got fired because they have these things now. Right. So there, yeah. Because uh, Jinbei, I thought, wasn't. Yeah, okay. Jinbei resigned as a warlord. And then the current ones are. Okay, yeah, Mihawk, Mihawk Kuma, Hancock, Buggy, Edward Weevil, who I forgot about, <laughs> Crocodile, oh, yeah, yeah. Gecko Moria, Law, and Donkey, Don Quixote do Flamingo, who actually, I guess, isn't anymore because he got captured, but. Uh, no, none of them are anymore, really. Um, That's true because they like dissolved. I guess, yeah. Members yeah, before, they, yeah. The the wiki says members before disil- dissolution. So, uh, speaking of Whitebeard's kid, Did, uh, he, didn't, I, didn't he show up like last chapter? <laughs> it was like five chapters ago or something. Yeah, or it, it was, was recent. It, it was like yeah, it was very it was recent. very recent. Yeah, uh, yeah. He showed up to defend um, Whitebeard's hometown. Yes, uh, and, that's right. And then the Marines captured him, and Marco's like, oh dang, and his mom's like. Uh, you you let this happen, you you fucking asshole, and that's where we're at. God, I I I need to. That's important that it happened, but why? It's important. And to how know long that... will it be until until Edward Weevil is important again? Uh, well, I think it, it, nobody thought that he was legitimately Whitebeard's kid. Right. I still don't. Think, I don't still don't think that, but I I don't think they're frauds or fraudsters as much as right. much anymore. Because they intentionally went out of their way to risk their life to like save Whitebeard's hometown, so there's something there. I just don't know what it is. Uh, yeah, I feel the same way. I was like, I I know that there's there there's a meaning to him appearing in the series again after again like five, six, seven hundred chapters. I don't remember the last. Yeah, you know, was he New World that he showed up in? I don't remember now. He might have been stuck. In that, New World. It, it was post time skip. Yeah, post time skip. Okay, so four hundred, five hundred chapters, but yeah. Lots of uh, yeah. still lots of questions, even though we are tying up a lot of them. There's still some left. Um, also, I does. Do you think I think maybe we talked about this not on the podcast, but before um, of do you think that we're going to meet the Giants after Egghead? Uh, do, do the Straw Hats go to the, the Island of Giants whose name is eluding me right now? Elbaf. Elbaf, um, yes. Do the Straw Hats go to Elbaf after Egghead? No, I don't think so. Uh, I And if they do, I think it's it's not going to be an arc. Uh, right. Mainly because I I don't know, and this is going to sound weird, so so let me know if you agree or not. Um, I don't know if you can make an arc with all giants as the, the side characters, 
and keep up with the stakes, right? Like, w- would Luffy fighting a giant be? I know, I know, Kaido is like kind of a giant, but like, would all of them just fighting giant enemies be and saving giants be as interesting as and relatable as like a an arc without giants? I, I don't know. Yeah. Is that crazy to to talk about? Like, no, I mean, my guess. Uh... I think they are going. My guess is it'll be sort of a Zoe-like arc, right? Like, they only fought, like, what, one or two guys, like, little guys in Zoe that were there, and then most of it was, like, talking and getting the Poneglyph and all that jazz, because I think they still need one more Poneglyph, don't they? And I'm... The prevailing theory, I believe, is that it's in Elbaf somewhere. That's why Shanks is there. Remember... Oh, right. uh, Two two or three chapters ago, it's... I think just two chapters ago, it's so... It showed Shanks in Elbaf... And before we saw him there, the last thing he said was like, well, let's go. I think he said like, let's go get the last Poneglyph or let's go get the Poneglyph or let's go get the map or something like that. Mm. I don't remember exactly what it was, but he was clearly indicating like, okay, let's go after the one piece. Let's get the map pieces. And then the next time we see him, he's in Elbaf. That to me seems to guide me to say that, okay, the last Poneglyph is in Elbaf. Um, I think they're going next. I think it'll be a short, I mean, short it'll be one year probably they're there 40 chapters or so um i th- you know what I'm, i think i'm coming around because uh, coming around to your point because why we i even have the name elbaf in my freaking head why would they bring it up so much and why would i remember it like it's relevant enough that i remember right. it. i mean they're so also I, bringing up yeah. the ohara stuff which has to do with has what's his name sean paul not sean paul uh, uh mm-hmm. not sean paul <laughs> <laughs> not sean paul what is the name of the giant from ohara you know who I'm uh, talking about, right? Yeah, the guy with the D in his name that likes Ro- like Sean, Robin's... Sean like, DePaul. Uh, yeah, Sean DePaul. Sean, yeah, Sean Ro- DePaul. Yeah. Jaguar Robin... DeSaul. Okay, I was close. I was fucking close. What, what was it? Say it again. Jaguar DeSaul. That was not close. Sean DePaul? Jaguar DeSaul? Um, that's a rhyme. I mean, if I've ever heard it. You, you were close on the last name. The first name, I don't fault you for, though, because Jag- Jaguar is an insane... <laughs> First yeah. name. Uh yeah, I, I, I think I'm on your side. I think they will go to Elbaf now because it's, it would be it would be a Chekhov's gun if they didn't. I was about to say, I also think it's been kind of yeah, it has been sitting on the mantle for eight not no, it's mentioned I think in Usopp's introduction. So it's been on the mantle for like a literally a thousand chapters. Um, and it's kind of important to Usopp's arc because he respected the giants in uh, Little Garden so much that were fighting. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yeah, see I also uh, okay. I will say the fans seem to be eating up this whole, oh, Usopp has to get to Elbaf because Usopp's going to have this big character growth character discovery thing in Elbaf. I don't think that's going to happen. I think, I think we're done. We're Straw Hats have, with the exception of Sanji, we are barely getting, the Straw Hats have not been developed past their introduction very much at all. There's like a little bit of stuff here and there, but, um, Sanji got a big arc. I mean, may and maybe Usopp gets a big arc. I don't know. Uh, I don't. I don't think so. But I don't think he really needs to go to Elbaf to get his arc because his goal, when they were all saying their goals, uh, when they were going for the Grand Line, was Usopp wanted to be a great warrior like the giants of Elbaf. But he just wants right. to be a great warrior. Um, me and in his eyes, great. He doesn't back down from a fight when it really matters. You know, like he is. He he is a, like a good dude just by being with the. The straw hats uh he's already achieving his goals so yeah. i think um i think he doesn't have a like he has a more esoteric goal which his, his feel, the I, sort of last yeah. the last piece that's sort of missing for uh for usopp is to uh 
encounter someone stronger than him and then not run away from the fight and fight him and win, right? Like that's kind of like the one piece that's that's haha, one piece. That's that's the part of his uh arc that's missing, right? Because in Wano he still ran away. Um he did some fighting, but he was still like running away and fighting essentially. But so I think I think literally the one piece God, I can't I keep saying it. It the the one part that is missing from Usopp's uh full character arc in my opinion is encountering an enemy who is stronger than him, not running away and fighting and assumedly overcoming that uh really staring him down or accepting the fight and not running away is the real character thing but in the way that one piece and shonen works he will win that fight assumedly so and that might happen on elbath that could happen on elbath and that would be cool but we'll see people need to stop giving Usopp shit he's a ranged character he needs to kite you know you played world you play world of warcraft you need to kite mobs and that's what he does he is Uh, he is a hunter ranger if i have ever seen one he actually is wow i didn't yeah, he, he truly is. Uh, it could also be, if we're talking D&D classes, there's one D&D class that like makes potions, like Arcanist or something. I don't remember what it's called. Could be one of those. But anyways, yeah. yeah. So, I, I, I think you're right on the money. He has an alchemy profession, but he, yeah. he's like a, a, a ranger. Um, yeah, all in all, do you, do you feel like this, this series is wrapping up? I... I mean, wrap, wrapping way. up feels like too severe of a word to ever use for One Piece. I do think we are on the the downslide. Yeah. Yes. It I, to me, it kind of feels like I don't think both sides of the hill are the same height. Um, I do think Wano was sort of the the club the I don't want to say the climax of the story or the, the as far as the momentum of One Piece is concerned. Wano is the top of the mountain, right? As in, you've built, you're building mysteries, you're going up the hill, you're setting things up, you're introducing people. You're, and then Wano is sort of like, okay, here's kind of the last of everyone that you need to know. And a, a little bit of Vegapunk after that, right? So sort of, uh, I think Wano into Egghead is sort of like, okay, you've met all the characters, you know what's going on, you kind of have essentially all the pieces except for maybe one or two. And so everything after Wano is downhill, in my opinion. So I do think that downhill in the story momentum way, not in the story quality way. Yeah. Um, I do think that we will get a little bit of Elbaf. There will still be some new characters introduced when we go certain places. But, I mean, even in this, in Egghead, right? How many new characters have we met in Egghead that aren't Vegapunk? I don't think it's any. I think all the new characters are Vegapunk. There's maybe that, there's the one guy... Uh, in that first just, panel. Just yeah, really this guy in the bottom left, who I don't remember who this is, who commands the the Seraphim. I don't remember this character's name. Oh, Centamaru, yeah. Centamaru, uh, yes. I think are they they're new to this arc, right? Or no? No, no, no. Uh he he's the guy who fir- who first had the pacifistas before uh the pacifistas were part of the government thing. He he showed up and split up the straw hats before the time skip. And then they meet again after the time skip, and then the Straw Hats body his pacifistas. But by then he had oh. officially joined the Marines. Yeah, so gotcha. he, okay, yeah, yeah. He, so not a new character is is what we're not, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And again, so character. I mean, and we we get the two CPs, the CP zero guys who were from CP nine, right? Originally, those are not mm-hmm. new characters. None of the um, all of the side things we're seeing Shanks and his crew, which are not new characters. We're seeing Blackbeard. We're seeing Hancock. 
Um, That's a good point. Yeah. They are not really, I mean, Vegapunk is the only new character here. I would assume we probably, if we go to Elbaf, we'll meet one or two new important, I think we'll probably meet Jaguar D. Soul because isn't he alive, we think, maybe? Uh, he didn't die on screen, but it was heavily implied he died. But I, I don't, don't know. Yeah, I don't remember yeah. that one. But I assume we'll meet, you know, there'll be a couple of people. But I mean, I think when we get to the sort of final climax stuff, they're, I mean, we've met M, who most people assume is kind of the final bad guy, along with Blackbeard in some capacity. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, there's, they aren't, and again, in, in Egghead in general, other than the Vegapunks, I don't think that there's been any new characters. So, and I think that I that's going right. to be true. I think we're going to go to Elbaf or somewhere else and there'll be, you know, one or two local characters that we'll meet and everybody else will be old characters returning to do their thing. Um, whereas contrasting that with Wano, in Wano we meet a lot of new characters, right? We meet, we meet mm-hmm. Yamato, we meet uh, all the other Red Scabbards. Those are truly new characters who are kind of main in Forefront. So I think it just, li- I mean, I think Kazoda is a smart, talented experienced writer he just knows like okay we can't introduce too many new characters and the story's not in a place for it um i mean even even inside the arcs oda's really good at setting up essentially introducing all the players in the first third to half and then resolving all their stuff in the second half right i think every single arc i've ever read introduces all the characters in the first half and resolves their stuff in the second half so we're mm-hmm. kind of in the quote-unquote second half in the downhill motion of the snowball uh it it really feels like that to me for a lot of different reasons characters a character you know character introductions is is just the big one that i can think of right now and i think i think most everyone understood your snowball analogy but uh just to clarify uh he means uphill and downhill by like questions asked versus now we're just answering questions meaning the downhill. yeah story but well story Uh, momentum in general not, not well, uh, like uh, in terms of story momentum, we have climaxes still coming up. Like I'm sure yes. Raftel would be will be one uh, one piece's like narrative climax. But uh, maybe yeah, I think just, I think the narrative climax happens at Mary Joy, but we'll see. Yeah, who knows? Um, I could yeah, yeah I could, I could be the same place. We don't we don't know where Raftel is. Uh, I, I think most people got you. Just wanted to clarify in case yeah, like one yeah. or two didn't understand. Um, but yeah, that that's about all I got on on One Piece. I think uh, I think yeah, that was a good talk. So. Yeah, good to cover it again. Last time we talked about it was when the film Red came out. So, yeah, we'll talk about it again in a couple months. Maybe end of Egghead, I would guess. I think Egghead will be over in three or four months. So maybe we'll chat about it there. So, uh, Fellas, I, I got to let you know, I, I can talk about One Piece infinitely. I, I feel like if yes. me and Bruce wanted to deep dive into One Piece, we could go for... We like could have kept hours, the way, This yeah. is literally only the tangents we could get from like a single chapter of Egghead, which is again kind of limited on characters. Uh, we still went into how many clouds yeah. are in One Piece? Apparently, it's only three. So <laughs> true. Cool. Yeah, uh, uh, I'm I'm good on One Piece. Uh, so what what else have you been doing? What is your one more thing here? Uh, hold on. Sorry. Um, let me transition you into that. Oh uh, yeah, go for it. Uh, uh, speaking of one more thing, because we keep seeing speaking, and now now it's like we can never stop it. Uh, True. Uh, I've been playing Hearthstone ba- Battlegrounds, um, I, and I, I know we're 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 approaching the end of our our pod here. So I have instead of talking about that, I have a very small question, and we can keep it short. That I wanted to ask you, uh, that I thought of while we were talking about it. In the one shot of Boku no Hero Academia, or My Hero Academia. Um, Deku is an adult and not a child, and the story doesn't have anything to do with the school. Uh, 
he's an a, a adult washed up hero or whatever that gets this power. Do you think that sounds good to you? Would you prefer Deku being an adult over being like 14 or whatever? I don't care. Because Hori is not a good enough writer to do adults or children well, so it does not matter to me. Okay, follow up. Do you think this would have been successful without the school premise attached to it? No. Not as successful. Potentially could still be successful. I think the um, school school kid younger skew to my hero is i very much tied to its popularity i think there's a lot of the younger generation who relate to being in a school and got into my hero i mean the my hero crowd skews younger from what i know so uh, i i would say older generation too i think that's the same reason harry potter is still popular with like 30s people uh it's it's nice to imagine yourselves like hey what if i grew up and i went to a yeah. superhero school what if school or wasn't shitty and cool uh you know what ua does seem even shittier than my school experience I mean, they did uh, day one say fight these literal god like godzilla sized robots so six months in terrorists start attacking yeah it's like no not even well, six months in it is like yeah. i'm trying to like they fight off like six terrorist attacks and it's been oh it's been it's been 12 weeks that these people have been heroes they are still 15 years old, by the way, most of them. It, it, they, they all need therapy. This is It's been like a few months, and they've gone through so many terrorists. I mean, all of this is in less than their first year of school, which is like actually the most insane part. I actually think the biggest change I would make to my hero would be like it's spread basic, out over yeah. three years. Easy. Super done. Tell me about Hearthstone Battlegrounds a little bit more. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Let me talk about it because it's really fun. Um. It is an auto chess game, uh, like all auto chess games, like Teamfight Tactics, similar to that. Uh, Super Auto Pets, blah, blah. Uh, they have added buddies, which is an old thing they used to have, where it's like a hero-specific minion. And uh, they are that is a good addition, because it spices up the game, and shit garbage heroes are playable again, because they have cool minions yes. and that synergize with their kit. So You can now play yeah. in a way that says, if you have a strong buddy, you can get really play really early game get your buddy early now you're really strong yeah buddies are, i think buddies are a great addition in the same way that the dark moon prizes were good basically anything that sort of equalizes the board between oh i got a good or bad hero so i can win or lose the game uh is great and there are just a lot of really bad heroes and a lot of really strong always heroes uh mm-hmm. yeah buddies are good i've been although the first day which was yesterday i guess couldn't play a whole lot because it got disconnected um i think i played right. some today and it was it was fine so yeah it's working again uh so hit, hit me with yours what's uh what's your thing cool uh speaking of good additions chojin x i caught up on chojin x fully uh this is by sui ishida uh known for tokyo ghoul it's it's good i have lots of little issues with it but i will not take away that it is really pretty good and interesting and wild and fun enough that I did not, I didn't not enjoy reading the 45 or so chapters that, uh, that it is. Um, it does, it does definitely have some issues. I actually think, again, I think when this gets animated, if this gets animated, this will be, uh, this will be big. This will be improved. Um, my, most of my biggest issues with, uh, Ishida's writing or Ishida's, uh, manga in general mm-hmm. is just his 
his action is a little disjointed. His art is a little messy. Um, I know a lot of people like the sort of chaotic, the, the kind of chaos that exists in his art. I don't particularly love it. I think that it makes fights hard to follow. And this is a, this is a battle shown in first and foremost. Um, some mm-hmm. of the other things are just sort of like, so the, the powers that exist in Trojan X are the closest thing to devil fruit powers that I have ever seen. So for instance, the main oh. character is a vulture Trojan, right? He is, his power is he can kind of transform into a vulture person. He, he has some vulture powers. He can fly. He has wings and talons. Like, okay, cool. Vulture Trojan. One of the other first vul- other Trojans you meet, right? Trojans are just powered people in this world. Is a snake Trojan. Okay, cool. They can turn to the snake. They can bite. They can kind of turn into lots of snakes. Makes sense. Later on, you get stuff like, oh, this guy, he's the, like, mind picture Chojin. And what he does is he can project anything he sees into your mind. It's like, all right, that's a little different, but I get it. And then there's, like, gravity Chojin, who, okay, he can... Oh. Yeah, and they just, the powers just start getting, like, indescribably weirder. Like, one of the main girl's power is, like, smoke Chojin, but the smoke can get really hot. So it's like, fire but not fire but it's drawn black i think i literally think that ishida wanted the the there's two people who have the smoke power i think he wanted to make them fire chojin but he thought oh fire's been done too many times and i don't want to draw uh, that much fire and so he says i'll just do smoke it's easy i just fill in black um i actually i, I think that's that's actually a cool choice uh i agree it, it seems it's cool re- but it's also like you reflavor fire to make it easier to draw, but I think it is more unique. So I it is, it is definitely more unique, but then, I mean, you also, there's a guy, there's people who are just like, Oh, body. This is the body strength Trojan. They're just really strong. And then you'll also get like, Oh, this is the, uh, this is the power Trojan. They have control over everything that is powerful. They just have control over power in general. They can exert power over everything. They are universally good. They are a God. Uh, and it's like the power discrepancy between some of these, uh, some of these different Trojan types are like, I like that. It's uh, again, it's, uh, it's not bad. It's just, it's messy. And I, I, this is the same way I felt when I read, um, a couple of chapters of, uh, uh, Tokyo Ghoul, um, is it's just kind of like it's it's good and i think the character stuff is really strong when it's there um it's just a little chaotic and messy for me that makes me not enjoy it as much as i think i could um which again i i do think that if or when this gets an anime i'll be curious to see it because it has a really kind of neat twist on the world it has again some of the chaotic art in it is really cool some of the spreads are cool i think the character growth and stuff works um the most recent chapter that just came out that I cut up on last night is a mm-hmm. cool kind of set up follow through on a time skip. Uh, so I am looking forward to what happens next because, uh, you know, long story short, heroes just kind of got like absolutely wrecked, saw what real power, what a real powerful Trojan is. They all kind of go their own way. One of them quits, you know, the other two kind of reapply themselves and they, they go their own way and then we get a time skip and then the chapter ends. So mm-hmm. I am okay. I am more curious to see where it goes now because I, I think the character stuff is really strong in it, which I think is is, is what Ishida is actually good at. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's pretty good. It's not great. Uh, it feels it definitely feels like it starts stronger than Tokyo Ghoul. So I think if you if you like Tokyo Ghoul, uh, 
and you have not read Chojin X, I think you will like Chojin X. I think I think it's a pretty good it's a pretty good story so far. Um, even though it is a little negatively chaotic, I would say. Got it. And you know, I think you'd have similar complaints for Tokyo Ghoul, but I think you would like Tokyo Ghoul. I, I might go back and read it now that it, that uh, I've sort of gotten here in Shojin X, and I am interested in Shojin X. Uh, I would like mm-hmm. to get to the at least get to the meme picture in Tokyo Ghoul, the the hair and the whatever it is. Uh, yeah, the Joker arc. Yeah, yeah, Joker uh, arc meme picture. It's yeah. I, I would like to get that far because I've heard that's a good arc and a and some good writing in there. So. I feel like One Piece has a lot of power discrepancy, like how you described. I think Luffy's power on paper makes, like, it's like a stupid, shitty power, but he's going up against, like, gods of lightning and magma, you know? Like, and that's cool. Like, his stupid rubber power is awesome. Like, he's making it work. Uh, so I think it's cool to have, like, a dumb vult- like, vulture. What a choice. It's just, like, a shitty bird that nobody likes, you know? Uh, yeah, I, I think, I think, cool. I think the, the difference is that in One Piece... It's like, oh, this is Lava Man, this is Stretchy Man, and Oda will go, nah, they're, they're just as powerful, they can fight each other, and it's fine. And Chojin X, it's like, okay, this guy has control of gravity, and this guy's a bird, and the gravity guy absolutely fucking wrecks it. Like, there's just no way, there's just no chance. Like, one guy has a power, actually, he has, like, multiple powers because he's, like, sewed other people's body parts onto him. One of his powers is just he has, like, a doorway in his wrist that exits through where this other, like, door is. And so he can just, like, throw things into his wrist and they come out the other side of the doorway. And it's just, like, that's an incredibly strong power. Just having sort of, like, a keep anything, throw anything into there, transportation thing. But, yeah. I mean, uh, it's not super yeah. long. So if you want to catch up and read it, like, now's a good time to get into it. And also it just kind of ended its first, its kind of introductory full arc, I would say. Um, it's okay. It's, it's- is that guy the ruler of Stormvale Castle? Does he have a dragon for a hand? Is that no, who you're talking about? This is not. Uh, Godric the Grafted grafting shit on himself. Uh, no, okay. Uh, speaking of which, uh, that sounds like a podcast ending. Speaking of, speaking you of, died. Speaking, yeah, it's the speaking, end of the podcast. <laughs> God, that was our, somehow our worst one. I think that's my favorite one. Uh, it, Thanks for listening or watching. Uh, Don't forget, if you enjoyed the show, giving us more eyes and ears is a great way to support us. Click like, subscribe, or follow on whatever platform you're using. If you want to support the channel more directly, don't forget about Patreon, patreon.com slash WGBmanga, where you can hear more of our secret special episodes. Uh, Check me out on Twitter at WGBmanga. As always, thank you so much for being with us. Thanks a bunch. I'll catch you later. Speaking of thanks a bunch, Don't forget to read more manga. It's a good goof.